Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts and I'm Gregory. And I'm the other girl, I'm Dorothy, and I've got ah. great ball control. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so Kirsty tells us. Girl, 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 can you give that girl, can you practice that girl? <laughs> you do, yeah, absolutely. Um, this week we are kicking off, John, our October, aren't we? Yes, we are. And whilst everybody else is doing, oh, it's spooky season, we're doing spooky season, oh, isn't horror films scary, oh, let's talk about horror films for four weeks, <laughs> what are we doing? We are doing Scottoberfest. There's no such thing as Scottoberfest. There's not, you used me, Skinner, you used me! I, for one, am so excited that it isn't a fake festival that Principal Skinner made up. Or not anymore, <laughs> anyway. We've made it real. We've made we, it a thing. Yeah, yeah, we brought it to life. What are we going to be talking about over the next month, John? What is Scotch Town? All things, all things Scotland. All, all things, things Scotland cinema. Just the patter, just the banter. Yeah, and I think... Especially with this one, I think we started off with a cracker because it's just a time capsule of Scotch, Scotland. I'd, I'd like to say you've never been so energised as as a co-host <laughs> on this show. I mean, last week you got a, a fantastic choice of yours yes. in the shape of Escape from New York, which you're very, yep. very happy about. And this oh, yeah. week you get to kick off a whole season of films about your your home country and your people. Not in the a racist motherland. way. You people. Uh, <laughs> of, as, the, as of, people. Of, of the lack of tan and, uh, ver- yes. and ginger and yeah. lots of bottles of pop that you re- return uh, for I just, I just, a bottle. All I think is, is, is Ricky Fulton and uh, Gregor Fisher when they're talking about the Outer Hebrides. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, a reference for half of nobody, yes. that one. <laughs> Uh, half are too young and then half are drunk. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So we are talking about what film this week, John? The 1980s Gregory's Girl. Now, before we start, I've got to do some put some clarity in. Half of our listeners, almost half of our listeners, or at least until this episode, are, are American. So I've got to mm. put some clarity in. If you're American, you probably think that this film was out in 1981, because in America it was... Yep. But back then, we had to wait for American movies, so we're sure as hell making you wait for this. <laughs> yeah. Why was it worth the wait? Well, I, I couldn't couldn't agree more. Uh, your relationship with this film, John, other than the fact that you lived it? Just just growing up at the time, the, the references we'll make at the beginning was basically just my youth. Uh, when I, was, I didn't watch it, so when it came out, I was five. So I obviously didn't see it from when it first came out, but... Obviously, as I got to sort of nine, ten, with the video van and stuff, then <laughs> we started watching things like this. It was on TV as well, so yeah, it's um, definitely time for my uh, my awakening. <laughs> You're awakening, right? Okay. And there's nothing too smutty in this. It opens with the dirtiest bit, really. It really does, but it's, it's really um, innocent. If you know but it I mean. is very. It is, and I said I said this to my friend Ian, who's going to get a lot of mentions this this week. Now, I hadn't seen this for maybe about 25 years. I've seen it a few times, but not seen it for about mm-hmm. 25 years. 
And I've watched it twice this week. And, and the two times I've watched it, the first time I watched it to just take my initial notes, and the second time to, to note down everything as it goes, for those at home wondering what my process is. And the second time I watched it, it's a sketch yeah. movie with a tiny little thread running mm. through it. Right. And that's yep. brilliant. I mean, oh, the yeah, stuff there's... that happens in it is... Yep. There's is bits that you never know there. what happened. There's characters that just come in and out of it. And yeah, the, the Penguin, this is a classic. It's just like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> yeah. Shall we get started? Yes, please. Right. Oh, for listeners that are new... Uh, John sat and watched it. I sat and watched it. We've come up with no more than 70 things each. Put them together. Hopefully come up with 100 things. Hopefully make you laugh. Hopefully help you win a pub quiz slash trivia. If not, <laughs> then we've just had a fucking laugh anyway. It's, yeah. Uh, Costs yeah. cost, cost us 20 quid a month to do, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> so it opens with these pervy lads uh, watching this nurse get oh, dressed. Can we go to the titles first, though? The ITC oh, go on. titles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the away. ITC. The only reason I'm mentioning it is because I remember seeing these titles in a couple of films. Um, I don't know if it's just a, a Bill Forsyth thing, but yeah, I've seen these titles. It was ITC Film Distributors. It was founded in 1954 and defunct yeah. in 1988. Um, and all its films are currently owned by the BBC, but they only distributed. Films to um, the UK and parts of Europe they didn't, which is weird considering oh, right. somebody else must have picked up the American side to obviously distribute over there because ITC certainly didn't do it. Yeah, it's funny you should mention that because at the bottom of that little kind of title card, there's a bit for the National Film Finance Company. No listeners, not my NFFC. That's <laughs> that's a different NFFC. But these guys ran from 1949 to 1985, and they they financed British film and, and some European stuff. But in 1985, the New Films Act 1985 came in and that abolished that funding company as well as two others. So that's why that uh, that's why they don't fund anything anymore. Cause it, doesn't, no, it, right. it no longer exists. Like most of the things in this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And we'll come to those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a bit... Gregory, right. Gregory. Do you like him or do you not? So, I, there wasn't such a thing as the spectrum, but when I was watching that, I was thinking... Oh, that's a really you know, good point. So yeah. There was, there was nothing like that back in the 80s, and it was only time I was watching it back the second time, I thought, oh, maybe, but it's never really, it's never really so. What a, what a smashing take on that, John, that is. I had not even... Cons- I just thought he was a... A little bit cocky, a little bit daft. There's a couple of things he does later on, and I went into depth mm-hmm. with these, and there's a couple of things that he did that really... Yeah, yeah, I think you might be... Yeah, I'm just running through the movie in my head, and you're absolutely <laughs> right, the movie. Um, yeah, so, that is a brassiere. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> yeah. line that he says. Oh, it's a proper kind of like 70s, 80s bra as well. It's a bit yeah. pointy. Uh, and then we see some boobs, and... As as they leave, <laughs> these two wee boys in these yellow JCB truck jackets. Yeah, what the fuck was that about? I know. They never came back in it any other I, time. I was hoping you were going to shed some light on JCB jackets because I couldn't find anything. No, to be honest, I think it was just a. a I think it was the, the, the poor man's caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Um, and and those two boys are like, cool, that's a lot of fuss over a bit of tet. Yeah, <laughs> I was going like, oh, that's then, rude for a little oh, boy. Oh, the knickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was looking up nurses' uniforms, and I'm probably going to be on the register now. 
uh, in the eighties, the white nurses' uniform had totally disappeared. Um, yeah, and it was, I think it was sort of replaced by the the tunic style. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I remember watching <laughs> the, the Carry On films and stuff, and yeah. remember the original nurses' uniform. But I think obviously they were just so sexualized. So around about the nineties, they were phased out and replaced with that tunic that everybody that- knows and loves. That's fair. It takes you three years training to become a stu- to become a nurse. Uh, thank you very much to Ian at Court Connections, who is a nurse, and uh, Gav Belson, uh, be there with Belson, who is also a nurse. And then you can do further specialised training, which apparently is what Gav's doing to become some sort of specialised nurse. Ooh. Right. Ooh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but no, seriously, you uh, you go, you go and be the best you. That you can be, Gav. We we all believe in you at One Hundred Things. We Certainly love do. Film. Uh, and you and your very deep voice when you're requesting movies. <laughs> we believe in a world are. where we're requesting movies. <laughs> um, at, at the school, so this this next day at the school, Gregory's team lose. They're pl- they're playing football, so they're playing soccer listeners right. okay yeah, yeah. and they're playing on this jesus christ basically like red ash. ash red yeah. ash that's what it's called yeah. it's just red gravel um and the, the team that they're playing i don't know if you noticed this but the team that they were playing had yellow and red which is partic thistles colors they did yeah and i believe yeah. that uh Hepburn trained with them Oh, right. So okay. I think because I was looking at some of the production stuff and apparently mm-hmm. they were really low in funds when it came to costumes. So it could well be that the guys offered to maybe play a game. But yeah, oh, the, right. the, okay. the, the colours were certainly um, Partick Thistle colours. Okay. Well, you know, it's funny you should mention that. We will come back to Partick Thistle a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the movie, it lists football teams from Greenfolds High, yep. Cumbernauld High, which apparently was notoriously the roughest school in Cumbernauld. Right. This is all from a Cumbernauld native, uh, my good <laughs> friend, Ian, my dear, dear, dear friend Ian, uh, mm. who uh, is is a Cumbernauld native who has given me a lot of these things, by the way. I, 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 I'm <laughs> glad I asked, but I also wish I hadn't asked. Um, yeah. And Our Ladies High, which is where he went to school. Right. But what is not mentioned in those credits is the team from Abron Hill. Which is oh, the really? school where it's filmed? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got, I've got some stuff yeah. on that as well. But yeah, so I've, 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 I've thrown that in just because you mentioned the teams that were that that were there. I'm I'm bouncing all over the shop, and not just because I'm excited about talking about Scotland. Well, 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 well where were you looking at your notes? I've got a, a better story about coming out. So when I was younger, I got my uh, my tongue pierced. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, see see the uh, see the episode of Fuck My Work Life. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So that's where they that's where they use the stud stud two thousand in on my tongue. The stud two thousand <laughs> is that not what you're known as? Is that is that not your stripper name? I was going to say I was going to say stud twenty twenty, but then realised I'm wearing glasses, so. That doesn't really go. <laughs> Stud 2020, you can only dance in your house because we're locked down. <laughs> Wet shit called? Numbernold. Numbernold. Again, a reference of probably about eight of our listeners. Yeah, pretty one. much, yeah. The story behind Commonwealth is I built a whole city outside oh, of Glasgow because you, everyone in our granny went to stay in Commonwealth at one point and people were... You, 
leaving in our droves. I've got it all, mate. Don't worry. I've I've got it all. You know, <laughs> uh, with I've I've got friends that are from Cumbernauld and friends that are town planners. I've got the lot, mate. Cool. <laughs> I like to think so anyway. <laughs> so, of course, they've lost the trudging off uh, the teacher. Now, I I went went through periods of really liking this teacher and really not liking him. There's a there's yeah. a kind of a little bit of not bullying, but there's a little bit of kind of like pressure on Gregory, and he's like, ah, "Oh, it's all a good laugh anyway, isn't it?" Yeah. You know? And yeah. the teacher's like, "No, it's not. I'm thinking of changing some places and changing people up and dropping some people." Oh, that's a good idea. Like, obviously, he's. I th- I think the term would be Glaikit, isn't he in Scotland? Yeah. You know, he's he's, he's yeah, completely he's about- no idea it means yeah. him. Yeah, you know, but- and I, and I think he's a bit Walter Mitty. Do you think he yeah. might? I was I was thinking so when when remember George and Mildred. <laughs> he does he's, look he's like a bit George, George isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's right. a bit George with me. Bit George with me in here. Jesus, again, a reference for nobody. <laughs> George and Mildred, how are we even old enough oh, to remember man. that? But, um, the, but he has that conversation with him. I don't know if you noticed this, but he obviously has a conversation with him about being in the team and going to make lots of changes. Mm. But did you notice um, John Sinclair was rubbing a rollerball deodorant on his shirt? <laughs> I did notice that. I really did. <laughs> I had to question whether or not it was a Scottish thing. <laughs> no, it certainly is not, because I was looking at it going, although the roller was inspired by Helen Barnett after she seen seen like a pen idea, um, and she created the deodorant, the roller deodorant in 1952, and it was distributed by Mum. <laughs> I know, Mum must be a company, it just says Mums. Well, the first... Commercial roll-on formulated and patented by Mum. <laughs> uh, you can still buy Mum, John. It's a quid at Wilco's. <laughs> Mum roll-on. Uh, right. There you go. It's good to see that we are well and truly in, in the same kind of. Yeah, we've we figured out how this. We've. I think we've got the cheat code of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I did wonder what was going on there. He's telling his mate Andy as they're walking home over this bridge. I've written here, Scottish Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and, really Andy did look like. I mean, that Barnet. Jesus, that was something Christ. else, wasn't it? It was something else. Yeah, he says he thinks Andy's getting punted out of the team, and and he says, but you know, I'll. I'll make a stand and I'll leave the team. And he says, oh, will you? Oh, well, no, I won't actually leave. And you kind of, okay. I, I, yeah. I don't like you in this scene. <laughs> I'll like you a bit later on and then I won't like you again. Um, but they're on this bridge, right? Mm-hmm. And, and he goes, can you believe 12 tons of cornflakes passes by here every day? What? <laughs> 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 actually, he just wants to stay and watch your trucks, doesn't he? Yeah, and I, and I couldn't quite figure that out. I couldn't prove it, rather. But what, what I did want to question was, was he going to jump? So, was Andy going to jump? Was was not being in the football team so bad for him? I I originally when I watched it the second time, I originally thought he wanted to stay in the bridge because as as they're walking and talking, there's a scene of Dorothy running. So the I, race. I yeah. thought it was maybe he that she was going to run. He he knew when she was going to pass by, so he could wait. But I, I'm probably totally wrong. But it's just a no, bit no, weird how they interwove that through. Maybridge is the Madison County, by the way, Cumbernauld. Oh, I know. I mean, over, <laughs> underground, overground, bumbling free. It's bloody crazy. <laughs> and we will come back to that. That's definitely going to be mentioned. 
the girls are walking by. There's, there's these girls walking by. One of them's D, who we've seen running in the distance. Yeah. And I've, I've just written pedo gardeners. Like, they're whistling oh, yeah, that's... on Dorothy and mm-hmm. just a few other characters. All right, darling, where? And I'm like, where the fuck have they got these Cockney gardeners from? That, that was a bit <laughs> weird, wasn't it? It was just a bit strange. Yeah. And, and I'm kind of, oh, that's, that's not... And there's a few bits of that. Anyway, the next day, Gregory wakes up. Gets out of bed. He's got a full drum kit in his bedroom. He yeah. shuts the curtains and starts drumming That's away. Drumming away. Like, okay, that's interesting. Uh, on his wall, he has got a couple of posters. One is a Rush poster. Rush, yep. Rush are a Canadian prog rock band. Uh, of all the things I could have made a note of, I didn't want to overdo it. They've got 19 albums. And their uh, one of their founder members, Geddy Lee, died in 2020 at uh, the age of uh, 65. Jesus. It's sad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so we won't see them again. And he had a Partick Thistle uh, scarf. Partick Thistle, John, as you well know, are the third oldest Scottish football team in Glasgow behind Queen's Park and Rangers FC. Mm-hmm. I'll let Scottish football fans add their own gagging there yeah. about Rangers. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, they play in your part of town, eh? Or almost yeah. your part of town, at least in the west of the town. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Mary Hill Stadium. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. one I've never been to, and I can't believe I've never been to it when I lived on the bloody main line. Well, that's crazy. Fans of the club, Robert Carlyle and Craig Ferguson. Was the Americans call him Craig Ferguson. Both fans. I think Craig Ferguson might get a mention a little bit later on yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah? You got, you got that as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, he goes downstairs, he's brushing his teeth with this electric toothbrush. Oh, my God. Do you see the battery pack on this? So I've, I've looked at the battery, battery pack, and it has got a battery in it, but it's also got the other attachments in it. So it's actually like oh, a... Oh, right. It's, it's actually, like a little case. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty much like a, like a cupboard door. Travel. So it swings open, oh. yeah, so it's got all, all the heads in it. So, yeah, that's why it's so big, but it's huge. It's humongous. We all love a bit of head in the morning, oh, don't we? Hell. Yeah, <laughs> but that, that's oh, it's so big. Uh, the electric toothbrush was painted in Switzerland in 1939. He, he, then, he, he then puts it down on the side when he's finished, and it's rattling away, mm-hmm. yep. and he takes this tin of pineapple out, and he's opening the tin of pineapple, but he's making a racket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're kind of like, yeah, you fucking... <laughs> prick of a child and then he sat drinking his milkshake with his pineapple in it was oh it... no no you missed it you missed the best no part. i've not missed it i was going to ask you what what he puts on the pineapple so this is the thing i don't get right so there was in the background there's a pack of uh, bonio, bonio baskets right? yeah they invented in 1936 and distributed and distributed from liverpool but he picks one of those up when well yeah. this has gone on put some prima cheese on it yeah and then eats it I wasn't sure if it was. I said to Rachel, I said I wasn't sure if it was Primula cheese yep. or if it was toothpaste. I late, wasn't late, sure. Later on, it shows you, but uh, Primula cheese is known and loved as the world's first spreadable cheese, created in 1924 and invented by a Norwegian businessman called Olaf Kivali. <laughs> is it like cottage cheese, the only cheese guaranteed to please? <laughs> well, it's, it was it was recalled because apparently I don't know if it was because of the packaging, but it had bacteria at the it bottom used, of it, so they had to yeah, recall it. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. My stepmom used to love that stuff. I don't know if she still does, uh, but she used to. She yeah, she just go through that stuff. There's wee um, bits of you, ham in it, weren't there? Yeah, ham and prawn. <laughs> the prawn yeah. one. How was that, that was? even viable as a product? But that's Jesus that's why I think. Because obviously the next scene he's sitting there with UHT uh, milk, yeah, like strawberry a milk with a 
pineapple on it. But yeah, the fact that he put cheese on a dog biscuit suggests leads me to believe that maybe he's not. I'm just putting it out there. He's he's an absolute rudge. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's absolute rudge. He's a scare, isn't he? <laughs> uh, electric tin opener was patented in 1931. So what a surprise! We were into eating more than we were uh, more than we were into our teeth. <laughs> uh, in Scotland. In oh, Scotland, yeah, Scotland of the north of England. Yeah, that's I, right. I didn't know this as well. Uh, UHT milk is ultra heated temperature milk. Yeah, it's not drank. In the USA, because Americans don't trust milk that's not refrigerated. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so that's because oh. I was wondering why they don't sell it in America, but it's basically because they don't oh, trust anything I that you can't put in the that. fridge. Fantastic. I've got a couple of cartons that we bought during first lockdown of Oatly, oat milk, because right. we don't drink dairy in the house. Um, and and I would assume that's probably come to the end of its life. But Rachel doesn't like it; she doesn't like the texture and the flavour of it. I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not a fan either. I've never but liked we it. we only got it in case we couldn't get, in, you know, in case there was, oh, a, yeah. a, a, in case there was a run on the supermarkets in Carlisle and everybody had a vegan option. <laughs> it's never well, going to happen. In, in the eighties, all we had was powdered milk because everybody was worried to run out of bloody uh, milk in the, the shop because mm-hmm. we all had like a small corner shop and everyone used it. And because you're middle of port with all these people, they just kept running out of milk. Mate, until you've had until you've been stuck in the uh, mind of strike eating powdered egg, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> powdered <laughs> egg, fucking hell! Powdered egg, Jesus! <laughs> Is there a war on? <laughs> no, Thatcher's just trying to starve us all to death. Uh, no uh, less, less listeners. She did. She stole our <laughs> non-UHT milk. <laughs> he leaves the house. I, I didn't get this. I've just written Hunters of Wayne's. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, on the path, there's like mm-hmm. loads, and there's like ones like "Hello, Gregory," which are quite blatantly a bit of ADR. It's not one of those children; no, those no. children cannot say "Hello, Gregory." <laughs> no. uh, and no. he's kind of stepping around them, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Is that is that something about he's, he's kind of avoidance of growing up?" Or uh, I don't know. Is that, it? The, yeah, the, 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 and that's what you mean by the sketch thing because these things just appear. From mm. nowhere, and they make no yeah. sense. Yeah, mean, and, no, and there, there is, I think there's probably a lot of what it's getting at. It's probably a lot of young families moved out of, pardon the expression, but slummy parts of Glasgow. Yeah, to move to get a better there. life. Yeah, because yeah. when you when, watch that scene as well, when he's walking by all the houses, all the houses are freshly rough casted. They're all mm-hmm. brand new. It yeah. all looks fresh and lovely. But yeah. believe me, twenty years later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, their houses were much nicer than the kind of the rotten kind of council ones that you see later on where the boys live. So yeah. him, yeah, yeah. He, obviously his mum yeah, and yeah, dad mm-hmm. have got a few Bob. Being a driving instructor is obviously a good, good, good job. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's on that subject, walking to school uh, and there's this driving instructor with the tack, the bald headed boy with the tack. <laughs> and he's, and he's kind of like, yes. And if you just follow, follow the rules and if you do this and you do that, and then all of a sudden he's like, uh, watch out, emergency break, emergency, emergency break. break. And, and the lads, the lad is, the lads basically like driving for him. <laughs> he's like yeah, chasing geez, him down the, the fucking street. <laughs> and then he stops and he's like, uh, he's, he's like, um, uh, Oh, oh, sorry, sorry about that. Oh, come here, Gregory. Come, like he's uh, a dog. 
I know. Maybe that's where Gregory's problems that's come from. True, you know, the way true, he treats true. him. And it turns out it's Gregory's dad. And the other boy, uh, uh, Mr. Anderson, is a, th- th- <laughs> he just got really excited. That's my first emergency stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, well done. Well done. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. And they go, they go through this kind of back and forth about doing Meeting a... Each other. Yeah. yeah, about, shall, shall we say, breakfast? Oh, I don't know, in the dining room. Mm. Dining room. Ark at them. How push are they? Dining <laughs> yes. room. So you're right, mate. That probably why is is a bit strange because um, when he was getting his breakfast before he left, he got money out of a jar. So it looks as if he's quite self-sufficient, as if they pretty much don't take anything to do with him. But mm. they can tell they've got money because he's obviously driving about in a Talbot Alpine. Oh, was it? Well spotted. <laughs> Talbot. Jesus Talbot, Christ! Talbot. I thought big I... money there. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. like the Opal Manta. <laughs> Opal. <laughs> what you, for when you got your car from Ireland and not from Dagenham? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that just brought everything rushing back. Uh, my old boy had a Scorpio. Oh, really? Jesus. Yeah. I love the Opal Manta. I thought it was better than the Capri. Really oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely it was. Oh, as he's going to school, he's he's doing this run over the kind of the the field, isn't he? And I think that's part of what you were talking about. There's this snaky run, yeah. Like he's avoiding some, as, if he's dodge, as if he's dodging a sniper. Yeah, that's his yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it's like, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. maybe he thinks he's, maybe he's getting prepared to go to the Falklands. I don't know. But the, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Teachers are watching him out the window and like, that. oh, is that that stupid boy that you've got in the football team? I heard yeah. your football team got a corner and celebrated like they won the World Cup or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, I was kind of like, oh, okay, I maybe feel a little bit for the for the, for the PE teacher. He's not yeah. that bad. And. And the guy said, you you growing a moustache? And he's like, yeah, but are you still getting letters from such and such? In, uh, or something like that? Yeah, heavy, in like 9C or whatever. You'll get locked like, up. That's <laughs> it, you'll get locked up. And, and as the guy only says, yeah, are you still getting those letters? And he, <laughs> and he says, listen, be nice. We're dealing with the emotions of a sensible, vulnerable teenage redhead. And then oh, he takes a bite of this, like, cake, cake. like... With a right cherry on top, cherry as if top. it was, and you're kind of like, "Oh, that's a bit close to the bone yeah, for me, pedo teacher." It's, it's all know? very pedoish. At some you point, know, you know, he got found on the news two years <laughs> later with with another girl uh, trying to get through customs at Cali. <laughs> <laughs> He's been totally Bloody. retrieved, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So the teacher is bringing in a new striker. Uh, this 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 guy says we're, we're training for a new striker, um, and he gets these boys training for the football team. And I'm oh, not joking; mate. they're all proper rubbishy, aren't they? They're absolutely crap. And oh. here's Dorothy. He's like, "Sorry, darling," <laughs> <laughs> or oh, "Sorry, sweetie, you can't Hello. play, sweetie." <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. and she's got this this Umbro tracksuit, by the way. Yep. With the lapels, man, it yep. looked like if she put that up, like Cantona, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, she'd take off and she strips down into her shorts and goes for a run. Uh, all of these clothes, by the way, were her own, except for the shorts, which apparently she had to borrow off her sister. Yep, yep. I've got more on that as well. So a couple of, a couple of things I noticed were uh, a young, one of the boys was running about wearing a Pringle jumper. 
Did you know oh, I didn't spot that, like golfing jumper. So, <laughs> so uh, Pringle was established in Scotland in 1815 uh, in the Scottish borders and it initially started producing hosiery and underwear. Ooh la la! That's how they started. But yeah, he was running about with his uh, Pringle jumper. But I also noticed that um, Gregory was wearing, do you remember the old-fashioned goalie gloves? And basically it was just like work worky gloves. But they yeah. had like dimples, like uh, rubber yeah. dimples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like gardening gloves. Yeah, that's what that was yeah. like. But yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that. Oh, yeah. God, take me back. Take me back. The whole thing took you back. <laughs> On the subject of, of, of John Gordon Sinclair, by the way, who plays Gregory... The only reason he uses his full name uh, is because there was already a John Sinclair registered with equity. Now, for foreign listeners and people not really into film, what are you listening to this for? Um, the <laughs> trade union for actors in the UK is equity. Uh, he wrote a novel uh, in 2012 called 70 Times 7. Uh, apparently, it's really bloody, gory novel, apparently. Oh, really? Uh, a lot of fights in that. Yeah, but he's somebody that you you kind of used to see about a lot in the like the eighties and the nineties, didn't you? you? Used to see like he, he, he wasn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that he was a sign of a good program, but he was yeah. certainly a sign of a Scottish program. Yeah, oh god, you yeah. know, a Scottish movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's brilliant, by the way. She's really, oh, really good. good. She's running around these cones. She's not fucking about. Um, there's these all the other boys are absolute crap. Um, including one boy who looks like he's wearing a, uh, what I would now call a Cali Thistle shirt. You know, he's wearing the kind of the, the red and the, the blue yeah. striped yeah, yeah. shirt. He comes back a little bit later on and he's rubbish at a different sport, which I absolutely <laughs> which I, I love that as well. I, that's I thought I was all about it, noticed it. No, I was, in, I was in bits laughing at that. And, oh, and not just once, but twice. But twice, um, yeah. <laughs> I've put, not only is she really, really good, but she's also about 30. Yeah, yeah, she looks it anyway. She, 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 uh, she wasn't really. I think she was only twenty-one at the time. Yeah, but she just looked a lot older with yeah, that overbite and stuff like that as well. So. Also, a really bad actor. This woman. I'm oh, just going to put it out there. She's, I mean, they're, yeah. they're all they're all crap. She football, though, but yeah, she yeah, was, she was very very good at football. Uh, Gregory now goes to home economics class. Um, oh, he's got this bag. By the way, you see this bag a couple of times that he's got. This Adidas. It's an Adidas Superstar gym bag. I found a few online. They're all used, of course, because it's right. an 80s, 70s, 80s bit of kit. On eBay, 60 quid to 167 quid starting prices, which I would really like one, but I've just bought myself a new uh, red and white uh, Adidas three striped tracksuit top to wear at the football so you know i'm i'm not gonna uh i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna spend money on that well, but i've, just I've found something else on adidas and i don't know if it's true and it's been bugging me all day but every Go time on. i have a look it comes up with the same thing so it looks as if adidas was started in august 18th 1949 by someone called adi dashler yeah it's very true. Is that true yeah and you know do you not know this story of adidas and puma no, <laughs> you know is you know they both started had they both started a sports firm. They both started a sports firm together, and when they fell mm. out, one of them stuck with Adidas, and his brother created Puma. Oh well, yeah, they're both the all right now. That is that is that's that's for you. R.I.P. Those crowds, yeah. though, eh? P- you know, Puma, Puma, Puma was Puma was a poor man's shoe, um, in comparison to Adidas, but not now, not anymore. It used to be. So the running order used to be Nike, Adidas, Puma, Dunlop, 
Flex. <laughs> I knew, I knew you were going to say British Knights. I knew British Knights was going to come into it. Oh no! Don't, don't get me get started on the nineties game. I've got Troop. I've got British Knights. Reebok. <laughs> oh man, Stacey. Oh Dunlop. By the way, great reference. Yeah, I know. Love it. You still love dumb looks. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm going to put down that you learned about uh, Puma and Adidas. Yeah, there. yeah. That, by know. the way, that's a story worth reading. I mean, even if you just read the Wikipedia, I'm sure that's going to mm. have plenty of it. But yeah, those those boys, those, those boys fell out. You know, oh, man. that was uh, yeah, absolutely. That was yeah, yeah. One wanted to go track, and one wanted to go. Football, soccer, so right. so that that's kind of what the, where the falling out was. I'm sure I'm sure I remember this. Yeah, so, so Gregory, home economics. Yeah, this home what economics class. And I I I'd said to a, a, a mutual friend of ours who uh, who's a teacher, surely home economics isn't a thing anymore. I'd heard that. No, apparently it is. Even at primary, he's a primary teacher, and that yeah, oh. they do still teach home economics, but they've they've got less of. There's no room there's no home economics room as such right. which is a real shame because no, no. home economics is one of my favorite lessons not just because i'm a fat prick but absolute one of my favorite lessons and i i think i would argue that i could just about look after myself uh if rachel goes away for two hours yeah uh, because of home economics yeah exactly yeah, any more absolutely. than that Oh yeah, any, yeah, any, any more, any more than that, and I'm, I'm, I'm curled up in the corner, weeping, covered in empty cans of stout. Yeah. <laughs> but this boy, Steve. Now I like Steve. I thought he was a good character because they kind of dip him in and out, and he's the one character that's got a consistent story. Yeah, right? and it's the fact that he's a good baker. Susan comes across. Who was Susan, John? Uh, Claire Grogan. Claire Grogan. Now, obviously not here when she was like, what, 18, 19? Mm-hmm. But Claire Grogan is the only Kachansky that I recognise. And I believe the term in, in Glasgow is wed, 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 wed. Not a lot of people like her, though. How? How, how not? Because <laughs> apparently she's a bit of a C word. Um, and if you've noticed, she never looks to the right or you never see her close up because she got slashed in Glasgow. She did, yeah. Apparently so, yeah. Thanks, Ian, for for telling me that one. Um, yeah, there was a. She was part of a. a there was a kind of a a, a bar brawl, mm-hmm. and she got. She was bottled part of it. So yeah, you only see one no, side of her face. Yeah, I, but I don't know. The, just, the, pre- the pretty ones are always arsy, aren't they? Look at you. <laughs> look, look at you. Oh, cheers, you prick. That's all right, you dick. <laughs> Uh, she was also in the band Altered Images. You remember them, John? Yeah, yeah. Their big hit was Happy Birthday, Happy I've Birthday. I've had a few altered images. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that made number two in the UK. And this, I think, is possibly my fact of the episode until a bit later on, at least. That Spandau Ballet song, True, was inspired by her. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently Martin Kemp had an unrequited love for her. And so wrote it partly about her. So it's partly right. written about her, partly about Marvin Gaye. Is that true? Yeah, no, I swear that's true. <laughs> Let's just say they never got it on. <laughs> she was making pastry, wasn't she? She was making pastry, and he was like, no, you only put eggs in pastry, you fucking prick. <laughs> yeah, they only mentioned three components, I'm sure there was four. 
Uh, no, that well, the, you 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 can make pastry with three components, and I only know that because a little bit later on, scene he mentions a certain type of pastry. <laughs> 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 oh, God, I'm so smart. Um, Gregory admits he's in love. Uh, someone in the football team. <laughs> and boy says, "Is it Andy?" <laughs> Oh, and at the time, that's very funny. And he says, "No, no, there's there's a lassie. I'm in love. There's a lassie on the team. Um, mm. I'm in love. I'm restless. I won't sleep tonight." And <laughs> he says, "It sounds like indigestion." <laughs> so that was funny. Uh, from the NHS website, John: symptoms of indigestion, uh, a painful, burning feeling in the chest, often after eating, feeling full and bloated, feeling sick. Belching and farting. This is on the NHS website. It's farting. <laughs> uh, bringing up food or bitter tasting liquids in your mouth. Um, I did look in to see what the symptoms of love was. Apparently, that's not on the no, NHS website. Say, probably the same thing. Burning in the chest. <laughs> farting. Yeah, bringing up, bringing up foul tasting liquids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love trying to escape. Yeah. <laughs> Dorothy's practicing in this park. As Gregory runs by, Gregory's doing this kind of this running thing, isn't he? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know if he was doing it on purpose to kind of impress her or whatever, but he's knackered after just oh, doing a couple he of stretches. Like he's dying, didn't he? That's me at the minute, by the way, after doing these 50 miles in 30 days for Maggie's Cancer Cherries. Worth it, though, mate. Worth Hit it. us up on Twitter and I'll give you the link, <laughs> listeners, if you want to donate. You've still, got a, you've still got a few days to donate as, as of this going live. I've just finished it and I am broken. I'm broken, man. Um, but Dorothy's doing these keepy-uppies. She's very, very good at keepy-uppies. Yep. But as I, as I know, I've seen players do keepy-uppies. And the ones that are dead good at keepy-uppies generally don't do anything as actual football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all sure no yeah, goal. Absolutely. Andy, so we're now at the we're now at the game, and Andy's gutted he's been dropped, and yep. Gordon's been given his Gordon, so Gordon's Gregory, uh, the ex Gordon. <laughs> uh, Gregory's been given his spot in the team as the goalkeeper, and it helps that he's about nine foot tall. Yeah, he's a Andy was boy, so Andy. wee, wasn't he? He was so Aye. wee. Um, he's he's kicking off like he's going. Uh, Girls weren't designed for football. Uh, if if they were designed, they'd get rid of the boobs and all this uh, kind of the stuff. The touch would be in a different place. Yeah, right, and I think we've all had a discussion with someone like him. In the pub, and like, <laughs> I have spent far too many years of my life just listening to that nonsense and saying nothing. Now, the age I'm in, I'm going to end up getting slashed at some point in a pub by some boy who's chatting shit about women or fucking homosexuals in football. Uh, I'm just not going to put up with it anymore. Um, Dorothy scores. They're all yep. celebrating. Even the opposition players who are like kissing her in these like like seventies Man City colours. You know the red and the black stripes. Yeah, yeah, the Man black and yeah, yeah. yeah, it's great. It's a good colour. Yeah, yeah. Did you um, notice what everybody else Rundle was wearing? So when you look around, you could see everyone wearing Parker jackets. Remember those? I do remember Parker jackets. Yeah. So I was looking them up just to see where they came from. So. Definitely a parka is a large windproof jacket with a hood designed to be worn in the cold weather. So I got intrigued even more and I looked at where they came from. So uh, originally created by the Caribou Inuit to keep warm in the Canadian Arctic, the parka was originally made from seal or caribou skin and often coated in fish oil for waterproofing. The word parka is thought to come from a native language translated to animal skin. That's what it means. Wow, that's brilliant. 
So well, all I could think there was uh, Billy Ocean singing about Caribou, Caribou Queen. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> just slathering in fish oil. <laughs> <laughs> Caribou <laughs> Queen. Fucking hell. Uh, there's, there's a boy at one point. In fact, it's Andy a little bit earlier in the movie, and I've missed it. He's wearing this yellow goalkeeper shirt, this yellow Scottish goalkeeper shirt. Yeah, Smart as fuck, game. by the way. I yeah, like like if I didn't think like all of my friends down here would disown me if they caught me wearing one. I would be cutting around <laughs> in one of those. Really smart with the umbro down, the umbro piping it. down the side. Yeah, um, yeah. That's the 1978 World Cup keeper shirt. Mm-hmm. Now, as you'll remember, John, Ali's Tartan Army were going to win the 1978 World Cup. Um, now, specifically, you'll remember it, of course, because at the time you'd have been drinking age. But for your <laughs> countrymen that aren't Methuselah, I'm going to run them through the results. The first game, Scotland lost 3-2 to the Netherlands, in spite of that Archie Gemmell goal, which that's better than sex, says Mark uh, Renton. That's it. You Renton never forget you, that. Yeah. Uh, drew 1-1 with Iran, uh, my boy. <laughs> if... Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we cannot have bad soul, nobody will. And lost 3-1 to Peru. Uh, but before I start gloating too much, England, Wales and both Irish nations did not qualify. So I'm going to show up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But we're all, all, all joking aside, at least you managed to get there. Um, that was something before uh, one of your players was sent back home for drugs. That, Willie Faulkner? Do I think that was Willie Faulkner? You're not a football man, are you? You're the last <laughs> Uh, John Robertson, though. Anyway, enough of Fitba. So, she scores the goal. And they get a draw, I assume, because he fuck he fucks it up big star, doesn't he? He uh, listens to Andy is the first thing. Yeah, he doesn't make out. himself big. He doesn't mm-hmm. save a single shot in this whole film. Yep. The one that he does save, he then lets in. <laughs> it then trickles in off him. He gets winded later on. Uh, back in the changing rooms, Gregory's getting changed. She comes in. Uh, and he's like, oh, oh, she wants a plaster because she's cut herself. Uh, and he's like, oh, and he puts like his oh, fingers on his me. nipple. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's weird. Um, they start comparing injuries, don't they? She's yep. got this injury and he's, she's like, I'm imperfect. I think you're proper perfect and all this kind of right. stuff. Um, and then, and, and it's basically lethal weapon two. That Robin fucking Shane Blackman. Yeah, nicking, nicking stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely what it is. Um, she liked an Italian boy last year, Ronaldo. No, not that one. And, <laughs> and not the other one that was much better than the one that's still playing now. Not, not Fat Ronaldo, although I don't like calling him Fat Ronaldo. The, the better Ronaldo, the more talented Ronaldo, who didn't take very good care of himself. Uh, and, and liked cocaine and transvestite hookers, which who doesn't? <laughs> well, that's what fame gets you. It's certainly what I've been doing. Uh, um, and, and she's like, oh, do, do, you, do you speak any Italian? To which his response, John? Bella, Bella. <laughs> Bella, Bella. CC, Bella, Bella. And she, she starts to think she can talk Italian and starts That's speaking right, Italian, yeah. doesn't she? Oh, no, no, no. I just know Bella. <laughs> this Bella. reporter comes in. Uh, we want to interview you and that girl from 2A who had triplets. Mate, that's, that, that, that blew my mind because 2A. Was that your school? Yeah, that, that's not. <laughs> so that's second year, then, it? So, no, no, the, I think it's classes. Year? I assume it's classes. Aye, but two A is secondary. Oh, is it? All oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, so like, like secondary. Each year you go 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A. Of course you do. Of course. But sec- if she's going to be in second year, that would make her, what, 14? 
Man, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? Shagging birds. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Gordon tells the teacher he wants to learn Italian. Um, right. and regurgitates everything Dorothy said. Oh, yeah, I had a friend called Ronaldo and all this kind of stuff. Um, she wants to live there after school, and he says that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, oh, well, we could learn some technical Italian then. Now, that's all well and good for him back in 1980 because he could, thanks to freedom of movement, go and live there then. Yeah. We can't. We can't go, thanks to freedom of movement, because it's been taken away yeah. by the Brexiteers, hasn't it? Who needed it? Who, who needs food yeah. and petrol? Who needs that? Food and petrol. We don't need those man. things. To be honest, mate, I am I am famine and, uh, and drought <laughs> resistant, so it's fine. It's not an issue. But yes, it's it's unacceptable. Uh, no no queue at Tesco, by the way. This morning I went to get some petrol, but maybe about ten to eight. No queue. There was no queue. Yeah, we were, uh, but really this is the same. Bad. This is the same day that Nigel Farage got fucking uh, couldn't get any petrol in seven petrol stations and got run into the back of uh, while stationary at a roundabout by a, a transit van. Apparently, so fuck <laughs> Nigel Farage. Come there you go. prick. And that's what gives us our explicit <laughs> because fuck Nigel Farage. <laughs> The girls are in this science class, Dorothy and Susan. <laughs> she passed oh, me the, 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 the Italian teacher teaches them some. Uh, some oh, she teaches you? him two like two words, isn't it? What was uh, that? Uh, Tello 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 And he's saying which, it for ages. Which is meant to mean a light you know, but when I looked it up, Tafario Saperi. Oh, right. Okay. Is, is what it means. Well, is uh, a light you know in Italian, so I don't know where. The Lord, they're all when you put that in a translator, it didn't come up. Comes, comes up with coleslaw. <laughs> must be must be a regional dialect. Uh, it must be. The Lord, they're all. Pass me the sulfuric acid. Susan likes says she likes Gregory's laugh, uh, and this is the first spot of the penguin in the corridor. The boy dressed as the penguin oh. in the corridor, and and the teachers like that. You room four. Turns around and walks back up. Yeah. A group of penguins, John, is called a rookery. And I tell you what I learned, and I learned this from that uh, film Morgan Freeman did, you know, the March of the Penguins. And the penguins are going to die. <laughs> Andy Dufresne is eating penguins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the males look after the eggs while the women fish. Yep. The quality of that, bruv, isn't it? That's exactly what that is. Uh, Bella Bella, by the way. I did make a couple of little notes. Uh, Bella Bella made me think of two things. Bella Italia Restaurant. Uh, There are 90 restaurants across the UK. It's a crappy chain restaurant, people. Go to an indie Italian restaurant. They're much better. And Bella Emberg. Do you remember her, John? Female comedian. uh, Famous for the Russ Abbott Comedy Hour. Oh, yeah. You do know. She always used to dress as Wonder Woman. She was as Wonder Woman, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. She was great. She was in three episodes of Doctor Who, the third Doctor. Ooh. Yeah. Blink and you miss it rolls, I believe. Yeah, but, sure uh, yeah, there you go. So that's a little reference for Kirsten. Is that John Pertwee's one, wasn't it? Who doesn't listen. Yeah, met him. Met him. Nice. Uh, yeah. Bella, just for extra, um, when I moved to Ibrox, I went to a school called Bellhurst Academy, and that's what they called it. Bella Academy. Bella. Bella. Because maybe could be boiled saying Bella Houston. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet they didn't say Bella Bella. <laughs> He moves into his, uh, he goes into his class, uh, and he's reading this, this, he's reading Shakespeare. Uh, it's Midsummer Night's Dream, by the way, which, yeah. by the way, is better than Midsommar. Uh, I've got to put it out there. <laughs> it really didn't, didn't feel that movie at all. Um, and the, there's these 
guys washing the windows on like yeah. one of these old fashioned kind of window washing platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The old boy's got like this little little fag on, hasn't he? And he pulls it, which uh, he puts it, into his mouth. And how do you how does he do that? that burning so you used to be able to do it by sticking it to your tongue and pushing it back into your mouth. But the way he did it, he literally just slid on his tongue and pulled his tongue into his mouth, which is a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, and and this boy. Oh God! <laughs> boy, the teeth on this boy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought I'd got bad teeth. I, I went to the dentist the other day. I've got to have a filling. Um, but Jesus oh, Christ, they—they, they, yeah. I mean, this boy's got no knee teeth now at all, has he? Um, uh, and 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 the teacher comes over. She's like, "It's it's Danny. Hey, hello, Danny. Like, I don't know where's she from, by the way. She was like know, really weird, uh... really weird. I said, "Why don't you come up and see me sometime?" Like this, <laughs> like, what? I and I'll take the stairs. <laughs> It was it was kinda of like, wow. I mean and and then in a later scene he's there again, he's going, Hey, she really wants my bars or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the headmaster's with the, the boy that does the baking. And he's putting in this order of pastries and donuts, right? Mm-hmm. Which if you've not seen the movie before, you're kinda of like, Okay, yeah, that's good. Oh, and what do you want in your donuts? Um I can put jam in it. What jam do you want? Oh, black currant. And you're kind of like, wow, that's like the last jam I would have thought of having in, but I bet that's lush, <laughs> really? by the way. I haven't thought of black currant jam in a million years. Yeah, raspberry raspberry first, strawberry, custard mm. then, maybe. Uh, but yeah, black currant yeah. sounds good. Um, uh, and he says, I'll throw in some ring donuts. We've always got some left over. And I'm like, ah, left over? That's, I don't know what that is. And then later on, you're like, ugh. Um, and he says, how about the petty shoe? And the headmaster's like, well... What's what's that? And he says, "Oh well, it's the it, it's it's the little it's the little buns." Now a shoe pastry um, contains butter, water, flour, and eggs. And instead of a raisin agent, it employs a high moisture content to create steam during the cooking, which puffs the pastry. Right. So that's that's what the shoe shoe pastry, and he takes this little. It's like a little a mini one's like tiny little bite size. Yeah. Thing. Oh, I'll have twelve. I'll have twelve of those. I'll have twelve of those. That's that's Chick Murray, by the way. I mean, he's he's in a lot of is that what uh, that is? <laughs> stuff, isn't he? Yeah, he's in. He's he's a, a he's an actor comedian of some repute. It seemed that they were doing some kind of. It was I, I don't know about you, but it felt as if they were doing something shady, wasn't it? It was like some I, kind of a, illegal pastry. Yeah. Event. I I think I think I think <laughs> very good. I think he's using the school foodstuffs, yeah, uh, school yes. ingredients to make those things, and and the and the, the kind of the headmaster. The headmaster, I think, was probably going to be having a dinner party. Yeah, or, or like a, maybe. And Rachel said, "Look at his look at his his coat. Is he like a provost or something?" So perhaps you know he, he had like a like a coffee morning on uh, yeah, at, at the church like or at the Kirk or at the school or something. Yeah. So no. I was kind of well, like, eh, the, the, the schools may have been non-denominational as well. I checked that. Out. Oh right, so, okay. So I, I thought that as well, but yeah, Fantastic. it's a non-denominational. So oh, the teacher comes in, the the coach comes in, and uh, the headmaster's not happy. What about the, what about you know about having a gun? What about the showers? Oh, it's all right. She'll bring her own soap. <laughs> Oh, that was too funny, wasn't it? I don't think that's the issue. Uh, We meet Gregory's sister, Madeline. Um, She's chatting with this boy, and she's so cute. She's so softly spoken. She's just such 
she's such a perfect child, isn't she? Like, See, she's so right, th- nice. this was my this was my bugbear with the family. All oh, right, okay. Well, before we do that, uh, I've noticed when they were in the toilets, they they seen some there was some carbolic soap. Remember carbolic soap? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so sadly. it was invented in eighteen ninety four. But you can pick up. I didn't know this. You can still pick up a packet of twelve on Amazon for nine ninety five. So it's still you can actually still buy it. I thought it was gone. Are you going to be buying some like? I think so because I love the smell. <laughs> we've we've stopped buying we've stopped buying shower gel because uh, you know the plastic and all that kind of stuff. We moved on to kind of vegan soap because we're, oh, right, okay. we're those kind of wankers. Um, no. But that's certainly not as cheap as carbolic. But I think carbolic might be made from rendered hog fat. Yeah, it's which is not like as that. tasty as it sounds. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So um, his, his his sister, there was just something a bit weird going on I, later on. Well, yeah, she's the she's the adult. She's the adult. Yeah, but no, he's, he's later on doing a swing, and, and she says, "Look, you can ask me, and I'm a girl too, and stuff like that." And I'm thinking, no. It's your sister, man. You shouldn't have asked your sister, especially at that time in your life. You shouldn't be asking your sister those type of things about women. Yeah, I mean, there's seven years between me and my little sister, but I think if we had to have that kind of conversation as grown-ups, we could. Sorry, Liz, if you're listening. Probably couldn't. Happy birthday, Liz, if you're listening. (laughs) She's... um, I think she's probably 21, finally 21. Yeah, that's probably it. That's what probably a time what to be alive. What yeah. a time to be alive. I know. Well, I'm only 28, so yeah, she must be 21. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 nice one. The, there's a, the, there's a oh, bit, you, she's talking to this boy, mm-hmm. isn't she? And he's like, you know, oh, do you, do you, you know, do you want to, you know, she's got a suite and do you want to do this? Um, He's he's whistling at this point the theme tune to Mash, which is "Suicide Is Painless." Or was that what that was? Yeah, yeah. He's whistling "Suicide Is Painless." You're like, wow, that's really fucking grim. (laughs) It's really a nonsense, really. Oh, it is. It's just so stupid. Like, like, yeah. uh, Well, yeah. But I guess at the time on repeats, as we would say, reruns, it would be quite big in the UK. But yeah, she says, oh, I can't. I'm going to meet my brother. <laughs> and she's waiting outside the school. And your boy, the window cleaner, is waiting for, for, the, for the lads after school. <laughs> He's got this white jacket on. And it's not the last time we see a white jacket. It must have been the height of fashion. But this is pre-Miami Vice. Yeah. And it was pure. It was perfectly white, wasn't it? It was. It was proper, it was proper pure white. <laughs> and you know your mum's going to put that in mistakenly with like some jeans and it's going to be like a light blue. Somebody's going to hit you with a dirty ball. That's, that's yeah, inevitable. That's, that's exactly going to whack you with a dirty ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like, uh, do you want a cigarette? <laughs> She's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a child. <laughs> no. uh, he says, and then he says, are you Gregory's girl? And I went, way! Obviously. They said it already. Yeah, but he said it. The next weird thing is where he says, he says, says I'm waiting for somebody and he's like there's about 2,000 people in there but th- then I looked at the capacity for Eben Hill High and apparently the capacity was only 500 hmm. so where the hell did he get 2,000 for well he's a window cleaner he's no, probably not famed for his exaggerated maths <laughs> and they're talking he's talking to the boys he says if I die on the job my ma gets her windies washed for 25 years inside and out <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I mean, that's a fucking payday. <laughs> <laughs> to, 
I so, but he's talking about um, the women attracted him. He says I was up that Logansville estate, which is yeah. a real place in Scotland, but ah, it's, right. it's in the US. All oh, right, um, okay. Yeah, so I was checking out Logansville estate. It doesn't even sound like I'm somewhere in Scotland. Well, you but wanted to go up the Logansville estate for I'm, some lonely housewives, John. I was going to go and clean some windows. T winning at this pub. Here's Bob. Not not relevant to this in in any way, but there's a uh, there's a George Formby statue in the shopping centre in Wigan. <laughs> when I'm cleaning windows uh, again, who is Red that for? Who is that for? So they they go, um, and one of the kids says, I, I think it was Andy says, oh, you know, you know, she's really growing up fast. You know, she's a 12-year-old, or she's 10 years old with the... A 13-year-old's body. A 13-year-old's body or something, and then they start battering him because that's really pedo-ish. That's unacceptable. Yeah, Yeah, they're die. So they're on this roundabout, and honestly, she is wise beyond her years. She's like this little fucking Ouija Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what she's laying to yeah, she's and, and she said this line that that makes the film for me. Uh, he says, "You know, I, I can't. I don't really. I don't really know any girls." She says, "I'm a girl, and you were nice to me when all the other boys hated their sisters." Oh, and there's this sweet. little shot of them shopping, and she's like, "Oh, you don't really understand how colours are important and all this kind of stuff." Did, you, did you see where they were though? They were shopping in uh, the Commonwealth Plaza, the shopping centre. I did but, see that. Yeah. But did you notice the stuff that was in the window, the Wrangler jeans and stuff? No, I didn't spot it. No. Oh mate, yeah, Wrangler jeans. And one was nineteen pound ninety five for a pair of Wrangler jeans. There was other things in there as well. I can tell you where the factory was in the UK. Oh really? Nottingham, because yeah. my gran used to work there. My dad, my my, my, old, my old man's mum used to work at uh, at the Wrangler factory in. I want to say. Arnold could have been Carlton. Carlton, what have you been instructed? Yeah, um, yeah. Midlands listeners, not Nottingham listeners. I know there's a couple. Uh, pick mm-hmm. us up on that one. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was in Arnold, oh, which is where my great grandmother's from. Uh, anyway, there you go. That's oh, the, cool. That's the see the last scene as well. Did you see what he said here before they walked away? If I don't see you through the week, I'll see you. I'll <laughs> see you through the windy. <laughs> and you always thought that that was original for that prick. I know that. On the telly? Nah, Robin Pricker. Robin <laughs> Robin Bastard. Robin There's bastards. a few things being robbed for this film as well. I'll, I'll tell you one later on. Okay, I'll look forward to it. Um, she, they're walking through, you're right, they're walking through this shopping centre, and then they go to Wimpy. Wimpy, oh God. Which absolutely, and I knew before they even zoomed out, I knew it was Wimpy from the, the shape and the colour of the tables. The, the red, the red tops on the salt and vinegar. That's why yeah. I knew it was Wimpy. Yeah. Uh, where was your wimpy in Glasgow, John? So, you maybe had a couple, couple eh? We had a few, but apparently there's still one open in uh, Kilmarnock. That's there is. Ian day. told me it's still open in Kilmarnock. It was there the last time I was in Killy. God's 2013 for the Fitbit. Yeah, it's still there because I checked on the internet and it's open till nine o'clock, so there's still a wimpy there. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Uh, we go. had, um, there are three wimpies left in Scotland. Fraser. Dingwall and Kilmarnock. I mean, talk about putting Dingwall. them in all the fucking places. <laughs> am I right? Oh, brilliant. Um, there are apparently 66 in England, says Ian. Uh, he spotted wow. this. He asked me if I'd ever seen one. Yes, because my gran, who used to work at Wrangler, my dad's mum, used to take me to the one in Knotts. 
used oh, to be in one be. of the shopping centres in Knotts, and she'd mm. take me. And it closed down, I think, two years ago. And right. me and Rachel had the chance to go in, and we were like, no, we're not going to go in there, because it's really fucking shitty. Yeah. But Pure Rachel's matter. dad used to take her to the one in Carlisle. It exists now South Africa, the UK, Egypt, and Kuwait. Man. But only because they haven't got many waitresses. <laughs> that's why you have to Kuwait. Oh, Jesus I mean, that's horrible. Sacked. Sacked. So Wimpy was founded in 1938 in Bloomington, Indiana. All right, nice. He was like a beef eater, wasn't he? Like, he looked like, you know, he had like the beef eater outfit on. Old, the old wimpy boy, you know, the wimpy character? The oh, logo. I can't remember. I just remember the burger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the difference. That's the difference. Uh, she orders ginger beer, lime juice with ice cream. Yep. Uh, then it comes and she says, don't stir it. And he says, I had a dream about it. And she says, the ones that you have dreams about are the ones that count. He says, what do you have dreams about? And she's like, ah. Ginger beer, lime juice, and ice cream. Yeah, I like, but can. I'm just a child. Yeah, <laughs> That's brilliant. I yeah, mean, I like that. I uh, like she that. says the nicest part is before you taste it, your mouth goes all tingly, but that doesn't last forever. And you're like, why is she so fucking smart? Wise. Like, I know. she is. She's 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 basically talking about the situation he's in at the minute. Yeah. Anyway, next scene: Madeline's boys at the door. <laughs> Oh, is that when they're watching the TV? Did you see that TV, though? No, I didn't. No. Jesus. It was a CRT. Um, the earliest version of CRT was known as the Braun Tube. It was invented by a German um, by the name of Findard Braun in 1897. Uh, and you can't purchase one in the UK at all from electrical outlets, but you can get them on eBay and vintage stores. But oh, yeah, right. It's just a big CRT tube to telly. Yeah, the old radiation king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's like my uh my sister doesn't go for walks with anyone why are you seducing children <laughs> <laughs> no. how many devices how many vices have you yeah. got yeah. Like, what you're, you're a freak and you'll run out of vices before you're 12 <laughs> poor Pass boy off. And, he, and, he, yeah, and he puts his hand out to shake you he's like thanks very much Greg. and i'm like wow what a good kid what, what a lovely kid. As you would as a as a older brother. So next day they're in the school dark room. Gregory sees this this boy developing pictures. Again, he's not really a character. He was in the first scene, he's in this, and then yep. he's in kind of like almost the, the very scene. last yeah, scene, yep. isn't it? And they're talking about these pictures of Dorothy that that, that they're developing he says she's modern and he says yeah you're absolutely right in a million years there'll be no more men and women just wankers <laughs> only wankers right and you're but like wow okay the exact same monologue was used in um train spotting renton says the exact same thing of course he does that's why it was so familiar to me of course like, i know he does. that i know that but when he's talking about the heroin and stuff like that that's that's one of the uh <sighs> So he does. Well done. Fucking hell. We're just going to keep mentioning Mark Renton. Let's see if we can mention Mark Renton every (laughs) week. Some (laughs) relation. Shouldn't be too difficult in the last week, but we've got two weeks worth to go yet. I know. It certainly will not. He charges Gregory 25p for a picture, which we'll come back a little bit later on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dorothy asks for Gregory. She wants some goal practice. Uh, He goes to ask Steve for his jacket. He's in the boys' toilets. Now, 
this is the bit that made me feel a bit so much going on there. Yeah. <laughs> so as they go in, there's these two boys playing chess. One of them's got a pipe on. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the pipe. Yep. <laughs> and this has got this wee boy selling donuts off the back of the toilet system. Oh man. Yes. Um, yeah. And another boy selling pictures of Dorothy for ten and fifteen p. Yeah. Um, and he Brilliant. says, uh, he says, I just paid twenty five p for one of those. Uh, they're doing school dinners now. Uh, this, this, they're, they're all eating this fucking meat, potato, and veg. And mm-hmm. then this wee boy comes over. Don't have that ravioli. It's pure it's, garbage. It's pure garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And then the PE teacher comes up and says, comes "Ravioli, up, please." <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, and then gets he sits down next to the other teacher, drops his whistle and his soup and yeah, you know all that kind of stuff. Mm. The girls are sat there and Andy sits down and upsets them by explaining how you get veal. Now I don't believe that's how veal is made. <laughs> no, but, but what I what I do know is that's how halal. Yeah, that's what, is, that's is, when he was explaining it. Yeah, yeah, the first thing I thought is that sounds like a halal uh, practice and and. Great, you know, when when I do eat meat, which isn't very often, uh, I mostly buy hello. And uh, at me, you pricks, I don't give a shit. I don't give, come on, Nigel Farage, where, at me, bro. Where, where are you now? Where are you now, Nigel Farage? Oh, yeah, probably, probably... Uh, You've been uh, back-ended on a roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> on a ring road. Oh, imagine back-ended. Uh, so we're now doing the practice. Uh, she's firing shots at him, and he's just like flinching, jumping out of the way, which I think is what I used to at his age as a goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> I was shit at it. Uh, the boy in the Cali Thistle kit's doing high jumps. Oh, <laughs> he just Jesus, jumps so into the bar. He didn't even attempt. The like, first penny flop, he literally just jumps at s- it with his like hands. Sideways into the yeah. bar, and he <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. knocks it over. The first attempt, he doesn't even try it, he just backs into it. Yeah. <laughs> Andy's having a conversation with this with this other boy, uh, saying uh, the ratio is eight women to one guy in Caracas. He's obsessed right. with this. We should be in Caracas. It's it's eight women to one guy. Caracas is the capital of Venezuela. There are two point two million people, and whilst I couldn't find the exact split in Caracas, yeah. the split in Venezuela is 96.78 males for 100 females. That's the one I've got as well. That was the closest I could get to it. <laughs> Venezuela. <laughs> Why must the films we love, John, continue continue to lie to us? Yeah. Is that it? We're halfway to Caracas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're halfway there. <laughs> I've done, is it not a really weird scene with these, the uh, head teacher playing the piano? Oh yeah, he actually played that, didn't he? That was yeah, that was, was him playing it was, that, and it was, it was of his own. Composition, own... Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd read that too. Oh, so they pay, they paid him. Aye, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah, uh, oh, he played it good. on a, a Wilmer piano as well. That all was right. Produced in London by Welpdale, Maxwell, and Cod. Uh, all right. Okay. Eighteen seventy-nine. Very good. Fantastic. You small boys. Yeah, that was, that was strange, wasn't it? There was one, guy, one boy. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic kind of uh, <laughs> kind of line. I really like that. Um, yeah, I was, I was well into that. Oh, Gregory asks out Dorothy, and she just instantly says, okay. Uh, she says, uh, tonight at half seven, the clock on the plaza. Uh, teacher yeah. comes in while she's getting changed, and I'd written creep. But then he does—he really talks her through. Like he—he he really 
he's helping her out in this, and they yeah, do this strange are. kind of um, dance. Yeah, reverse down trap up turn steady kick reverse <laughs> dance, and he's he's really keeping at it, and she just gives up. And she like gives doing up and two moves, dancing with him, and you're yeah. like, the boy's got the boy's got moves. And Rachel's <laughs> like, what? Why is there a dry ice machine in that shower? Exactly. <laughs> no, I think the exact kicking, same thing. Kicking out some right smoke, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, Gregory's having a bath, and Madeline's at the other side of the door. Remember your neck? She's really well-spoken as well. Yeah, isn't really she? softly spoken yeah. as well. It Remember creeps me out. Neck. I know you love it, and but it really creeps Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you bath forever and ever. <laughs> And ever join, join us. Come bath with us. <laughs> oh, no, actually, that's a bit pedo Yeah, too far. <laughs> yeah, too okay. far. I'm on a list. <laughs> he looks good in this white jacket. Yep. He looks better than the other boy who looked like a fucking ice cream man. He looks a bit like Tommy Two Time out of uh, Goodfellas. I'm going to get the papers. Go get the papers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's at the clock, which I would love to tell you about, but Colin Robinson has sat on my notes. You are going to have to fuck off, mate. Come on. <laughs> He's furious at me, by the way. <laughs> you wanna? Um, it used to be in St. Enoch's station in Glasgow before it closed in 1966. As my gaffer would say, the last time England had a team. Um, <laughs> it was a 21st birthday present from a businessman to the town of Cumbernauld. I love that. Yeah, that is my good. other favourite fact. That's that's joint with the Penguins. Yeah. And Network Rail want it back in Glasgow. They want to put it in the new Queen Street. You know that yeah, fucking so do, big yep. glass I saw. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cumbernauld Council have told them to get to fuck, <laughs> which I absolutely <laughs> love. They one of them. Go on, when, boys. When you look at the unveiling of it, it was, it was the Queen that unveiled it in uh, 1977 at the Plaza. Oh, so she right. was actually in and unveiled the whole thing. So it's quite okay. a bit of history. And apparently it pulls in some uh, tourism because there was... Well, Looking at the tourist board thing, and they say there's still people coming across to actually see it. That's the next thing. I think if I said to Rachel, because we, we have technically been to Cumbernauld to stop for a wee on our way up to the East Coast um, mm-hmm. be- between the successive lockdowns last year and we went on holiday. And I think if I'd said to her then, we're, if we're a yeah. 10-minute walk from there, she'd have gone, how are you in? Let's go and see it. Aye. Except the place was mobbed with Falkirk fans because Falkirk were playing Clyde. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, it was uh, it was a very very busy time. And this boy stopped me. And went, excuse me, mate, which way at the stadium? But I'm sorry, fella, I'm from sorry, Carlisle. <laughs> just, look, I'm from Nottingham, living in Carlisle. <laughs> I, I've no idea, pal. Yeah, <laughs> you've asked you. that guy. <laughs> this is the first time I've even fucking. I don't even know what it's called. Bernard. <laughs> yeah, that was coming. <laughs> Gosh, it did. Carol turns up. This Carol character you've only seen kind of once, but she's part of this harem of schoolgirls, yeah. isn't she? Dorothy's not coming. Something's come up, something to do with her football. Take me to the chippy, right? Okay, so they, they kind of go up to the chip shop. Uh, but Carol gets changed in this phone box like Superman. Uh, she looks about 40 <laughs> when she, she gets really, changed. I, when she goes in, when she comes in, yeah. though. Oh, yeah, she looks fantastic. Um, <laughs> and obviously that, she, she looks a little bit too sexy for him, I think, yeah. is the is, is the, the joke. He yeah, says, yeah. here's 50p. You can get loads of chips for that. <laughs> she says, my dad's old. He's got an excuse for being a prick. 
<laughs> That's a great line. Um, chips, John. If I wanted to buy chips from the Warwick, which is at the top of the street from my work, it's cost me two quid for a poke of chips today. Jesus. So that's well, inflation for you. Is that, is that you, a large bag or a normal bag? Uh, believe, well, it's just a bag. It's just oh, a, I think that's just what? a regular bag, mate, to be honest. Yeah, it is, yeah. it is, it's a good chippy, though. It's not, no it's as, not good. as good as Fontana's, but it is a good no, chippy. Not as good as one they went to, Capaldi's chippy. Capaldi's? Where do I know which, that name from? Which no longer exists. It no longer uh, exists. Uh, but okay. apparently it belonged to a family member of Peter Capaldi. All right, okay. At the time. I had heard that. Not from you. <laughs> I'm hearing that from you now. Fantastic. <laughs> Not the only Doctor Who reference, of course. That's the second of two Doctor Who references this week. They just keep on coming. Just, they, well, no, they don't keep on coming, John. That's it. That's all we've got. <laughs> there, there are no more. There's that all there is. That's all there is. So there's loads of kids outside this chippy, which I assume in 1980 was all you had to do. Yeah, it's like this wee market kind of place, Look and the boy—it yeah, just looks things. like it. It doesn't even look like a chip shop. They've not got like a chip shop front. They've got like a shop mm. front where like pop yeah. and crisps and and juice and that and fags, <laughs> mm. uh, as as every all, all the good chippies do in Scotland, although they don't in England. You don't you can't sell <laughs> fags in a chippy in England, but you can in Scotland. Need a a chippy spliced with a haddos would have been happy. Yeah. Uh, you see Andy outside. Um, Margot turns up because Carol, Carol's got another got a boy to go and see. Um, Margot's nice. She's got this strange quilted jacket on, though. It's mm-hmm. like it's meant to be like the middle of summer. Everyone's really warm, except for Margot's yeah, got this quilted jacket on. It's like our last. She's always cold. Andy and the other boy looking like, oh, there's something in the air tonight. Andy's dressed like David Essex, by the way. Yeah, with the, with the um, <laughs> looks like she's got the one. fucking waltzers. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Gregory and Margot run into Susan. It's a really convoluted way to get them to meet. And Susan said, girls help each other. It's the way we work. Mm. Uh, They go for a walk in the country park. On that subject, Ian, because he's a local, fucking, it's the the Ian show today. We really should have (laughs) had him on, although I don't really think it's his his thing, but he does enjoy enjoy listening. Ian explained to me where they shot Gregory's house to Abron Hill High School would be a five-mile walk the Jesus. walk home from the park at the end, the country park where they're at, would be mm-hmm. four miles. He's put fictional geography is different from reality. I get that, but just imagine <laughs> that that's like his kind of his daily kind of yeah, commute, commute all around those places. And he was no wonder he was knackered having a stretch. <laughs> so they're on the way to this this country park, which looks very nice, by the way. It looks like a oh, nice really? green yeah, space. Yeah, yeah I was well yep. into that. Andy and Charlie see him with another woman. I tell you, there's something in the air tonight. No, it's just because she's not dressed like a fucking pikey. (laughs) (laughs) They dance laying on the grass, which is cute. And again, you're right. You only see half of her face. Um, He says the planet spins through space at a thousand miles an hour. And I was like, oh, that's a really good fact. I like that. It's not true, of course. Yeah. The Earth flies through the universe at 30 kilometers per second, or 67,000 miles per hour. Right. More lies, John. More fucking lies. They're at it. They're at it. She says a sneeze is 100 miles per hour. It's actually 100 meters a second, which means it's 224 miles per hour. Uh, So I've had it with this film, and it's fucking lies. (laughs) 
about shite. Although, bed of lies. she's regurgitating that from somebody else. Yeah, from Andy. And she regurgitates that from Andy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause she she was eating a sliced apple when he was turning, and she just picked up the slice. That she she stopped eating and just walked away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sliced apple, remember that was a delicacy. <laughs> when you're on a diet, mate, it's all a delicacy. <laughs> he needs to be home by eleven, so she'll walk him home. How like forward thinking that is? I know that's very progressive. They kiss goodnight and agree winch. to see each other. No, they winch. They that's, do that's winch. No, I guess that's no, they a do winch. winch yeah. um, tomorrow in history, 10.30. Madeline asks how it went. Tell me or I'll hurt you. He's <laughs> really good. She says, who's going to be Gregory's girl? And he says, you are. And I think that's really sweet. And I know you probably don't. I thought it was really <laughs> I got a little sister and it just made me, made me oh. realise how much I miss my little sister. It's really cute. Oh, uh, even though she's, she's not that little. She's, she's only 21. No, I think she might be 45. I'm not sure. <laughs> you lied. Just like this It's dark now, and Andy and Charlie are on the road with this Caracas sign. Oh, my God. Spelled incorrectly as well. Spelled incorrectly. <laughs> and I'd written, you'll be lucky to get to Cope Bridge, mate. I know. I just seen Which the is A73. the funniest thing I've ever thought, so that's fun. <laughs> just in the A73 in brackets, so they're going to be bored looking up, because I'm thinking yeah. that's near and near coming old. Yeah. How far does his sign say? Did always say I'm sure it's nine hundred nine thousand miles. Yeah, the sign, the sign. Sorry, not his sign. The sign says nine thousand miles. It's four thousand five hundred eighty-nine miles in reality, as the crow flies. So I the hope Glasgow was only twenty. Fired from that <laughs> blunder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they decide to walk home, and it's something like, "Oh, there's there's a nice girl in year three, uh, and there's a couple of honeys in year two. And I'm like, "Whoa, okay, now it's getting a bit." And as you yeah. said. Year two would, would be 14. Uh, it ends as it started with Dorothy running around the estate, but it's night. I really wanted to see her get American Werewolf in London at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, she didn't. Stay out at Newtown. <laughs> and that's it. And that's the movie, as, as the Americans and British people who say movie podcasts would say. Um I think I've probably still got a few bits and pieces, but I've written it in such small font, I'm going to struggle. What have you got? Right, so I've got uh, Abram Hill High was opened in 22nd of November 1978 and closed in 2014. Said about the capacity of 500. The 12 inch ruler, as we know it today, was conceived by the ancient Romans. Um, Wait, where was there a 12 inch ruler? So when he was speaking to. Measuring the, your dick again. When she was speaking to the. When he was speaking to the Italian teacher, she had that helix ruler. She had a. Oh, All right, okay. Interflora. I've seen there that was an Interflora of, shop. Yeah, there was. That? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was founded in uh, 1923 and is a subsidiary of Teleflora, uh, who is a subsidiary of one, the Wonderful Company. That's so weird, isn't it? <laughs> Um, and that is it. We we have. I tell you what we've learned in this podcast, in John, in two weeks shy of. It's our fiftieth episode, by the way. This Jesus. Yeah, in, in two weeks shy of a year, we've learned a lot about subsidiaries. We? <laughs> we've learned a lot about right. Okay, I did a little bit of looking about what level. Uh, female male mixed football is around the world and I couldn't find even a semi-professional version where women are allowed to play which 
fucking stinks. Yeah. Because I think some of the level of the women's football that I've seen, the Women's Super League and all that, I think they'd have a good chance in the championship at least, if not oh, yeah, yeah. lower oh, Premier League. Yeah, in yeah, England, some of the mixed clubs, teams yeah. are allowed up to 18 years old. In Switzerland, mm. it's 19. And in Denmark, it's no age limit. Good on him. For some reason I've written here, he's not very likeable. He's like Ferris Bueller, except he didn't murder a woman in Ireland. Um, that's not really a fact, though. Although, yeah, obviously Ferris Bueller did. The original US cinematic release, not only was it a year later, but it was dubbed with less Neddy accents. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yep. yeah. Which I have got to see. I've got to see. If anyone in America wants to, has got this on the Dovda and wants to send us that, then... Please feel free. Clay Grogan's character says, why are boys obsessed with numbers? And I was like, eh, count the cards. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> she can count the cards at Vegas, obviously. And that brings it back to what you said about him being on the spectrum. And us getting yeah. cancelled for me just doing that impression. <laughs> um, they're playing with a mitre ball. A mitre, oh. a mitre was founded in 1897. You remember mitre balls. In Uddersfield. Um, yeah. The, the, uh, mitre this, Delta, the mitre the Delta was a Pedo. My, balls, it? Pedo. Yeah. <laughs> it would take the skin right after you went it. It would, yeah. <laughs> uh, they su- especially when wet. They supply footballs to the Scottish Football League as the ball sponsor. Can we get a ball sponsor, John? Yes, okay. we can. Good. <laughs> Let's do it. Go Any, anybody out there listening, sponsor our balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final bit on the director, Bill Forsyth. He's a Ouija as well. Won two BAFTAs for best screenplay, this and Local Hero, which mm-hmm. we undenied about, didn't we? I'm, I'm kind of yeah. glad we chose this because I like this more. He wrote yeah. and directed a film called Being Human that follows a man through various incarnations from caveman to modern day New York. Robin mm-hmm. Williams and John Turturro style. Yeah. But it was never fully released due to bad pre screenings. I am desperate to see that, having read about that. But that was the last film he made because he he just he he lost all faith in In the um, process. In in the whole in the whole process. A few more things about Cumbernauld. The driving instructor mentions that it's the best place to learn to drive because there's a lack of lights or pedestrians on his road. And the whole point of Cumbernauld is that there was no traffic lights. It was designed to be pedestrian-friendly. Um, you should be able to get around on foot without ever crossing a road, thanks to a multitude of bridges and underpasses. Yeah. That, coupled with roundabouts, is why there was never a traffic light until one was installed on the road into the big Tesco when it was built. So there's now a few more elsewhere. That's a good one, because, um, I mean, um, the first thing I remember is bringing coming out it's all overpasses and underpasses there's literally channels of tunnel dug out underneath roads it's it's, it's crazy mad it's and the, all, all the roundabouts look the same because it's all the same house designs that's round about them so just a horrible place to be you get lost, especially when you're getting lost i used to stay in a place stay in a place called seafar and uh yeah it was rotten i will mention the class of reading midsummer night's dream specifically andy's reading act three scene two the chippy's name Capaldi's we talked about. Peter Capaldi was later in a band with Cumbernauld's most famous son, Craig Ferguson. I told no, you to come back crazy, to Craig Ferguson. There you crazy, go. Crazy, crazy. And that is officially Bella Bella. All I've got. Right. Okay. How do you think we did while I'm totting them up? Do you know what? I think we've done all right there. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking at least uh, high nineties. Okay. Give us a number. Ninety-five. 
Uh, give us five more, will you? One hundred. One hundred things we learned from Gregory's girl. Are you kidding me on? I'm Is not it kidding you on, mate. I'm not kidding you on. Right, no you more. Say, don't, don't. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, right, no more. Yeah, don't say another word. We've, we've smashed it. Fantastic. I'm, I'll be honest with you, mate. I, I put a lot into that. Uh, it's about fucking I, time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, mate, um, you did. And it shows. And it absolutely shows. Uh, there's a lot of things that it sparked. Oh, I know that. I know that. Whereas, and, I'm, and it's weird because in British films in general, Scottish films, they use things that are real. Whereas in America, they use fake things, and yeah. you don't know what's real and what's not. So you can't really get your head around some of the stuff. Whereas everything in that, I could relate to, apart yeah. from the, the the electric toothbrush with the massive <laughs> cupboard stuff. <there. laughs> it helps that that we we've lived through that. I think, yeah. you know what I mean. That, yeah, yeah. That's that's part of it. So, like me, John, I think you really enjoyed that. I think you really enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, I really so did. Fantastic. If you want to get us online, you can get us all over the socials. We're specifically on Facebook, Instagram at One Hundred Things Film. We are at One Hundred Things Pod on Twitter, which I'm all over, and you can get us on TikTok. And you can buy us a coffee. But most of all, please go wherever you can rate your podcast. Give us five stars. Uh, tell us what we missed. If there's something we missed, I would be astonished, unless your name is Ian McComish. Uh, <laughs> or Gav McGill, who I didn't ask. I'm sure Gav will have plenty to say because he's a common old native as well. Um, but yeah, tell us tell us what we missed. Tell us what your favourite bit of it was. Uh, next week... We're going to be covering another Scottish film. What we're we talking about next week, John? So next week is going to be one of yours, isn't it? Or is it one? Oh, it's one of mine. It's one of yours. Oh, Restless Natives. Restless Natives, which I haven't seen. It's yeah. one I've never seen. So we we might get twenty. We might get two hundred and twenty. Who fucking knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Like- I, I, to be honest, we It's been a while since I've seen it. So okay. Uh, and that's what this is about. Me. That's what this is about. We can't go vetting all fucking films. If I knew that, we wouldn't have done bloody uh, New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> but, mate, it'll soon be Valentine's Day, so you hold oh, your God. fucking horses. Uh, do you want to say goodbye to the lovely people and the cunts that listen to this? Yeah, goodbye, cunts and lovely people. <laughs> it's been a pleasure speaking to you and uh, sharing some memories and trying to excuse somebody's behaviour by saying they're on the spectrum. It's not a, a slur. It's just the only way we can sort of explain the way Gregory is in this film. So I do apologise. Or he's badly written. Offense. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it could, it could, <laughs> he could, well be, he could be really yeah. badly written. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, thank Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you very much. And we will be back next week. But for now... We've been a hundred things, John, for only the second time that we learned from Gregory's girl. See ya, Bella Bella. (laughs) See ya, Bellens, Bella. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.